Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 210. We're looking at Acts chapter 3, verses 17 through 21. Let's read our passage. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders also did. In this way, God fulfilled what he had predicted through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus, who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. Heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. Well, this is continuing Peter's speech to the people following the healing of the lame man in the temple area. This is uh, sometime following Pentecost. We don't know how long, but they continued to go to the temple on a regular basis for prayer and offerings. And as they were entering the gates to the temple courts, they were confronted by a lame man who was begging for alms. They said, we don't have any money, but we can heal you. And Peter said, rise and walk. And he did. And then he went into the temple courts for the first time because he is now no longer lame and worshiped God in the temple courts. Then they went out of the temple courts across the court of Gentiles to Solomon's colonnade, which is where the Christians would gather. And there Peter began to speak to the crowd because the crowd had gathered because people recognized this lame man and saw that he had been healed. Of course recognized it was by the power of God. And so the time is right for Peter to again explain the gospel. So he has talked about who Jesus is, that Jesus is in fact the Son of God. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Righteous One, the Holy One, the Source of Life. And he's been glorified and resurrected. So now verse 17 He begins his appeal to repentance. He says, And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders also did. It's interesting the shift he makes here, because he just said, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, whom, whom you killed, he's talked about their guilt in the death of Jesus, that uh, they all applauded as Jesus was executed. Now he's kind of softening it some. He says, you acted in ignorance. And they did. They didn't know that Jesus was the Messiah. Curiously, he says, just as your leaders also did. So he's certainly given them a a pass here that um, they didn't know. Well, they really acted out of malice, out of jealousy, but they didn't know. Had they known, but they didn't want to know was the, the problem. Basically, Peter's offering divine amnesty. You're guilty, but you can be forgiven. And we kind of look at this and say, boy, Peter's going soft on these guys. He should be dropping the hammer, calling down fire from heaven. But we're guilty too. And they're no more guilty than we are. We are guilty of thumbing our noses at God, rejecting God, and following our own uh, wicked desires and the the point is, if it, if Christ can even forgive them, we can certainly forgive us. Everyone is offered this divine amnesty. We're all guilty, but we can all be forgiven. So in verse 18, he says, In this way God fulfilled what he had predicted through all the prophets, that is, 
his Messiah would suffer. So regardless of what the religious leaders did, they could not thwart the plan of God. They couldn't interrupt the plan of God. In fact, they didn't know they were playing a part in the plan of God. God will use even the actions of sinners to accomplish his tasks, to accomplish his plan. And they couldn't thwart God's plan. He made a reference earlier to Jesus being the servant and probably making some kind of reference to Isaiah 52 that talks about the suffering servant. And that's probably what he's making reference to here in verse 18 about the Messiah would suffer. Probably speaking of of Isaiah 52, the suffering servant. So all this is according to God's plan. You can't thwart God's plan. You're all guilty, but you acted in ignorance and you can be forgiven. And that's where he really brings it home in verse 19. Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out. So he uses uh, double words here, repent and turn back. We often refer to repent as meaning turn. Repent actually means to change your mind and your purpose. So it is, in effect, a turn. But here he uses the word repent and the challenge to turn back. The implication is turn back to God. And if you do, your sins can be wiped out. Now verse 20 and 21, um, well, there's a question about what actually this really means. Peter says, uh, you know, your sins may be wiped out. Verse 20, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and they may send Jesus, who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. Now, he may be making reference to Isaiah 61, talking about the seasons of refreshing. So what is the seasons of refreshing? Most people think he's really talking about the, the end times, that is, the, the return of Christ. Because he says that he may send Jesus, who's been appointed for you as the Messiah. And we think, well, wait, wait, he already has sent Jesus. If I repent, he's not going to send Jesus back for me. Remember, from their perspective, Peter thinks Jesus is returning very soon. He has no concept that it's going to be as long as it's going to be. And then we step back and take a look at God's timeline. Often there are these incredible long times in it. But Peter is talking about when Jesus returns. That uh, after the assigned people have come to Christ, that Jesus will return. And there will be a season of refreshing then. Because he will send Jesus who has been appointed as the Messiah. And verse 21, but heaven must receive him until the time of restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. The prophets always speak about a time when God will set things right, when God will restore things, when God will deal with the wicked, and that it will be judgment, and that things will be made right. Well, we look at that and say, that's, that's the end times, that's the, the return of Christ, then there will be judgment. Then Jesus will complete the plan. Then there will be a new heaven, a new earth. Things will be set right. What's that going to be? We don't know. Uh, Peter thought it was going to be pretty soon. And we should operate as if it will be very soon. Uh, unfortunately, we look at it from the perspective of, well, it's been a long, long time, so it will probably be a long, long time. So we tend to lose sight of the, the urgency of the task and think, we got all the time in the world. Well, we... 
may not. We need to be busy about the task of the Father uh, with the assumption that he will return soon because heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things which God spoke about. And part of that is those who have been assigned to come to Christ do come to Christ. And we have a role in that, of proclaiming the gospel so that people can come to Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.